Hello, adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, enjoy the book. The Blade of Woe. Observations by Green Venom Tongue. Observations regarding the Blade of Woe. The Blade of Woe. My happiest day since emerging from the egg was when the speaker granted me access to this superb weapon. Where does the Blade of Woe go when it's not in my hand? My brothers and sisters assume we share a single weapon. But how can such a thing be? It has never not appeared when I called for it. The mysteries of our dread father, I suppose. Nothing is more satisfying than performing a perfect kill with a perfect blade. Tanak followed me once when I went to complete a contract. He tried to call for the Blade of Woe at the exact moment that I needed it. His attempt at a prank failed, but the twin kills we completed were most impressive. I asked a speaker once if I could sheath the Blade of Woe in my own scabbard. She said the blade's scabbard was sacred, and I wasn't fit to possess such a thing. She knows me too well. The Blade of Woe sends souls severed by its sharpness to the void, but so does poison, my sword, a direwolf's jaws, and a perfectly timed falling boulder. Even so, I prefer to wield the blade when I can. Hail Sithis. I notice that Kor rarely calls for the Blade of Woe. He seems to prefer to make his kills more challenging by actually engaging in prolonged battles with his targets. Does this make Kor a bad assassin? Probably not, but to each his own, I suppose. 